Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Hello, a very good morning to you. It is Monday the 8th of May and you're watching Breakfast with me, David Bull, here on Talk TV. Coming up, Prince William has paid a moving tribute to his father, King Charles, at yesterday's coronation concert at Windsor Castle, saying Queen Elizabeth would be a very proud mother. Meanwhile, after last week's local elections, the Lib Dems are now hinting that they would be willing to form a parliamentary pact with Labour at the next general election to form a new government. And the Health Secretary has pledged to end the 8am scramble to get GP appointments. Receptionists are set to become care navigators. The time is 6.34 and this is Talk Breakfast. 
Well, a very good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company uh, this morning. As you've noticed, of course, we've been celebrating the coronation throughout uh, the weekend. Some really, really poignant moments, I think, uh, as uh, many of you will agree. I think it was a great triumph, particularly on Saturday, uh, watching the, the pomp, the circumstance, the majesty of what is hopefully a once-in-a-lifetime thing for many of us to see uh, the crowning of a new monarch. The newspapers this morning, obviously, wall-to-wall coverage of the coronation and of course last night's coronation concert attended by some 20,000 people. So I, um, I've i been reflecting on this uh, overnight. Now the, Prince William uh, has really spoken and we'll talk about this in a minute. Prince William spoke about his great pride in his father King Charles at the concert uh, last night and it got me thinking are you proud of this country? What did the coronation mean to you? Because watching it back, I got the sense that we are in living history. Lots of the lots of the items that uh, were used in the coronation itself, so such as St Edward's chair, dates back 700 years to 1300. We had the ampulla, the spoon. So we really are a rich tapestry of history. 40 monarchs crowned in Westminster Abbey, extraordinary stuff. But of course, the service itself was also modernised to reflect a, a changing Britain. So the question is, really, are you proud of this country? What did the coronation actually mean to you? And then... Perhaps I can ask you, is this the beginning of putting great back into Great Britain? Let me know your thoughts. 0344-499-1000. Text the word talk in your message to 87222 and you can tweet us at TalkTV and tweet me at uh, Dr David Bull. Uh, well, I'm, I'm delighted to say I'm not alone this morning. I'm joined by Sam Armstrong. Good morning to you. Good morning, David. Um, so wall-to-wall coverage, obviously, of the coronation itself. Um just just give give us a, a, a top line, if you would, on your thoughts of the last two days. Well, this is one of these moments that reminds you that there is no country on earth quite like Britain. <laughs> Nobody else could do it. And the way you know it is world leaders from right around the world. Mr. Macron, who's normally so keen to bash Britain, there admiring wonder the the scenes the theatrics the pomp and circumstance that we can put on and it certainly made me proud to be British and I don't know about you but literally I'm now watching it again from the beginning and actually looking at everything in very fine detail what I love about this is it's a perfect blend of the old I mean we're talking about medieval customs actually all the way through to uh, the current day also just in, uh, something else that really really struck me as well was of course the Commonwealth realms coming in with all of the flags of the 14 Commonwealth countries plus uh, obviously the United Kingdom I thought it was really interesting actually we were last in that procession into Westminster Abbey and the and obviously the Commonwealth itself. So that was for me the defining moment of the Queen's reign. Actually, was the uh, what she did in creating the Commonwealth. Yes, and you're absolutely right. I, I mean, both ends, some of the new and some of the old, were really very, very poignant uh, indeed. I mean, I was really struck at some of the medieval elements of the of the service. For example, having a child welcoming in the King into the Abbey, saying, you know, as children of God, uh, you know, reflecting. Biblical teaching that says that young children have, have got mm. the spirit that that we all should aspire to. Uh, the king kneeling uh, before his people, before his God as well. I, I, I mean, remarkable, remarkable scenes that actually tell us something that sometimes in our sort of modern bureaucratic sense of what this country is all about, where where authority is vested and all the rest of it, we forget. And I, I think actually some of the lessons that. Uh, 
that traditional service will teach us will stick around with people for a long, long time. Yeah, I'm mean, just watching that. I thought it was also very interesting, the guest list. I mean, we know that the, the, the king actually invited a lot of European royals. That's a break with tradition. I mean, literally the list of European royals is quite extraordinary. I would say this, wouldn't I? But the fact you had Ursula von der Leyen there and Charles Michel as well, so inviting members of uh, the EU as well. Do you see this as an olive branch? Uh, I do. And I think Britain does it best. It's in the old days, we used to marry our kings off to, to one of their daughters. <laughs> we did. Uh, right. But now we bring them along and uh, we put on a good display for them. And you could tell they were thrilled to be there. All of them. I mean, I saw them. you mentioned Macron, actually. He, he couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen him smile. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you know, I think they must have given him a little booster seat so he could <laughs> see it all at the back. I mean, just, but just in terms of, of the majesty, I, I think Baroness Scotland, for me, stole the show but I just really like her attitude the fact she's so proud of the Commonwealth as well I'm slightly obsessed with the Commonwealth and I keep saying it's a third of the world's population and you know obviously it grew out of the empire it is nothing like the empire anymore and when you look at the latest two so it was 54 countries it's now 56 countries with Gabon and Togo the latest countries to join these are French speaking countries everybody wants to be part of it and we must not underestimate the soft power this country has. Now, look, no doubt about it. We've had a kicking over the past couple of years as a nation. But let's not forget around the world, people who, as you say, have got nothing historically to do with us, want to join the club that we <laughs> set up because they recognise that, you know, Britain has got a lot to offer the world. And if we can embrace it, fantastic. Yeah, and of course, the king is uh, the king is also head of the Commonwealth. That is not a hereditary title. So they chose him and, and it was fit and an apt, I think. Uh, well, obviously, last night we had the coronation concert. Now, the Prince of Wales has spoken of the deep pride that Queen Elizabeth II would have felt as her son was crowned in Westminster Abbey. Let's have a look at what he said last night. Grandmother said when she was crowned, coronations are a declaration of our hopes for the future. And I know she's up there fondly keeping an eye on us and she'll be a very proud mother. Pa. We are all so proud of you. And I also want to express my pride and gratitude for the millions of people who serve in the forces, in classrooms, hospital wards and local communities. I found that really touching, actually, the way the king looked down as well. Uh, do you know what? Uh, after... Look... We've had a couple of years in which we've seen the royal family actually at its worst as a family, mm. uh, with Prince Harry uh, throwing grenade bomb after another, after another, mm. after another, uh, at his own father, at his own family, at his brother. But what I saw from that moment, from the, the kiss on the cheek uh, in, in the Abbey, mm. was a family that actually just, a father and son that very much love each other. Mm. And they're well adjusted, they're... they're you know, recognise the role that they've got, but they're just, they're just fundamentally a, a good family that get on with each other and do love each other, are very proud of each other, and, and they were prepared to share it with their people. That's what the royal family is about. That's what Harry, and dare I say, his wife, uh, don't seem to understand. No, I'd agree with that, and I also think, you know, I lived in Los Angeles for a while, I also think it's very easy to be distracted when you're in that microcosm of nonsense, and that is what it is, living over there. And the thing is that actually the monarchy is bigger than any any one person. It's bigger than any one family. It, it, it supersedes everything. Yes, that's right. And it was a mark of, there was marks of humility, there was marks of deference, there was marks of recognising that 
you know, some of this is seems a little bit silly out there in the world, uh, but we do it and we understand why we do it and explain why we do it. And I just thought that this was the royal family at its best it has been in quite a long time. And I think this is really the moment where we say goodbye, Harry. Goodbye, Andrew. Goodbye, Megan. We're not talking about you anymore. You're done. You're I in do the street. So. We're moving forward. I do hope so. I was really also struck, you know, uh, Charles uh, obviously is the defender of the faith because he's head of the Church of England. But also, at the same time, he was very keen, and we talked about this on the show yesterday, he's very keen to include all faiths. And we had a long discussion yesterday about whether he was defender of all faiths or whether he was defending the right to have faith in this country. But we won't go down that. I thought it was really interesting this morning, the chief rabbi who was there. He said, I felt the royal aura at the coronation. It was very special. For me, and talking to some of my Jewish friends, they felt this was incredibly important and very powerful. Yeah, I don't think anybody, anybody, no matter your creed, background, faith, politics, whatever, could have witnessed that ceremony, especially up close like uh, the chief rabbi did, and not firmly believe that, yes, this is our king. This is uh, our leader. And we are putting our faith as a nation in him to reign over us for the next few years. And it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. That was a coronation ceremony mm. that was saying, uh, this is the king for you. So just very quickly, I mentioned the EU. Uh, so let's talk some quick politics in the coronation. For me, I think the person who stole the show a bit was Penny Morden. Well, that was uh, some dress. <laughs> uh, it, well, and also so, some uh, weightlifting. Some weightlifting, <laughs> just the sheer stamina. Uh, goodness knows where she gets it from. Of course, she is a former Royal Navy reservist. She is. Uh, and she is used to standing on, on parade ground. Uh, I don't think it will have done her future prospects any harm at all. Uh, but look, uh, I, I think after her last leadership performance, some of the rumours that she's ready to, to launch a coup on uh, Rishi Sunak might be uh, might be a little premature. I mean, this is a position that she's in that really normally wouldn't have anything to do. But obviously, uh, so she is the Lord President of the Privy Council. She obviously had to be involved when the King was sworn in originally. Now she's at the coronation. She's front and centre of stage. And actually, I thought that dress was fantastic. But there is a real woman. And actually, the Telegraph is reporting this morning, Penny Morden's sword-wielding makes her Rishi Sunak's most dangerous rival. Uh, yes. Now, as I say, I think it might be slightly overridden. What we are forgetting is that Penny's uh, last leadership election went off the rails when it was discovered that she is, I'm afraid, a little bit of a wokester. Um, doesn't quite know what a woman is and many of the problems... Well, maybe she's learnt from that. Maybe she's learnt from that. Maybe this is the moment for the reset. Uh, I have to say, I think she will. This is a prediction, putting my money where my mouth is. She will be in the next, in the final two in the next Tory leadership contest. Wow, your money is where your mouth is. That's very interesting indeed. I don't think you're wrong, actually. It will be very interesting to see indeed. Uh, thank you very much uh, indeed uh, for the moment. So let me know, uh, are you proud of this great country? Do you think this is the beginning of putting great back into Great Britain? 0344 499 1000. Text the word talk and your message to 8722 and tweet us at Talk TV. Tweet me at Dr David Bull. Uh, time for a break now. After the break, we'll go through all of this morning's front pages. This is Talk TV. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. 